Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy and romance and all of the wonderful places they intersect and overlap. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Uh, today I have got my romance author mastermind mug. Uh, I'm participating in the conference. And so today is going to be an abbreviated uh, podcast. I will be, um, even though the conference is online, it's still pretty intense. And I'm also still trying to keep going with words on the Golden Griffin and Bear Prince in between things uh, when I need to, or, you know, like when there are things that I'm not planning to attend and watch. So we'll see how that goes. It's a, um, it's a trade-off, right? Because if I had actually gone to the conference, which would have been wonderful, uh, it was going to be in Houston at the Four Seasons, and I was going to room with Bestie Grace Draven, and it was going to be a really wonderful getaway. That's uh, it's one of the great disadvantages of our. I mean, there are so many disadvantages. You know, like I, I keep hearing people saying, "Oh, that in the future we'll just do all our conferences online," and it's like, God, I hope not, because. Uh, I am absolutely just trying to wedge it into my life now instead of um, being smart and taking the time off. Uh, I keep thinking I should just take the time off, but clearly I'm not going to do that. But it's been a great conference so far. This one is very, um, oh, you know, business focused. This is about, you know, selling more books and upping your game. And so far, it's been very interesting. I'm enjoying it very much. Uh, heard a talk from A.L. Jackson this morning, and she said that she she described her books as she said that she writes 120,000 word uh, books of poetry that are contemporary romances, and I love that. She's very much about uh, embracing your audience. The people who love that kind of thing love it, um, and she had a lot of wonderful, smart things to say. So. That was great. I wanted to touch base with you all today, um, not just because I try to be here every day or every day that I say I will, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, but also because I just wanted to add a bit um, uh, further developments on this whole thing about uh, authors reviewing their own books, which I talked about yesterday and um, people are still commenting, particularly on that Facebook post. And, you know, this is like one of the great differences to observe between Facebook and Twitter is, you know, things go by pretty quickly on Twitter. Unless they really snag attention, they're there and gone. On Facebook, uh, the post continues to surface and people continue to comment. It's uh, a little bit more lasting and slow. I suppose that's uh, not any particularly insightful commentary, but I always think it's interesting to observe. So um, it turns out that there is advice going around for there's uh, a, one person in particular who is apparently advising authors to review their own books on Goodreads because it then surfaces it. It pushes it into the flow so that readers will see it. And there's some... A discussion about whether you you could just review your own book and basically tell people what it's about and add the buy links uh, as opposed to you don't have to give it a star rating. 
And I can, I guess, kind of see that doing a description and adding bilinks could be useful. Um, there was one person in particular who um, got a little bit snippy with me, I thought. Um, I don't always read tone on these things well. But she said, um, I said, well, that, you know, they were explaining that there is this person giving this advice. And uh, I said, well, that explains why so many authors are thinking this is a good idea all of a sudden. And she said, it is a good idea. And I nearly replied that I strongly disagreed. And then I thought, well, what's the point? Because clearly I strongly disagree. And what's interesting to me is that the comments on this post are a mix of authors and readers, which, you know, that's my audience, right? And a number of readers have commented to me both publicly and privately that that they're appalled by this and that if they saw an author doing this, that they would notice and that they would then uh, avoid that author. And I wanted to address that because, and I also, I nearly said that to also the, the gal who said it is a good idea. I wanted to say, well, maybe you should go read through some of the comments from readers on this thread and see how they feel about it. Take note of that. And I didn't because, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, at, at a certain point, I feel like I'm wasting my breath. So, but the thing is, this is what it comes down to, is newbie authors, and these are the people who are listening to this kind of advice because Clearly, if you're trying to like surface your book in Goodreads, uh, in the news feed, whatever you call it on Goodreads, it's because your book doesn't have much attention yet. So they're looking to get their book noticed. And I, I so sympathize with this. And I know that I am fortunate that way because um, I already have a platform. I have an established audience. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if I think it could be a bigger audience or what have you. I do have an established audience. And so my books do get some reviews right away. And so my books do surface. And so I, in some ways, I cannot understand the frustration of someone who is trying to get their books, you know, like their first book noticed for the first time. Um, because I'm not living that experience, right? That said, I really think that a consideration in marketing and promotion for all authors needs to be the long game. And that has been something that I have thought about from the very beginning, that I am in this for the long game. And that relationship with readers is not the buy and sell that many marketers will have you think. Um, it's a different, different animal. It's um, becomes an almost intimate relationship. It's a kind of trust. Um, they readers will love authors for their voice and for their stories, and they will continue to come back. If a reader feels like they cannot trust an author, um, either because the author is engaged in 
what feels like shady practices, like they're trying to manipulate, which is how reviewing your own books uh, looks to readers. Uh, also violating reader contract. That's something else we could talk about altogether, but that's like calling your book a romance and then having it not have a happy for now or happy ever after. And it's, I think this is a peril uh, for newbie authors because it's very difficult to believe in the beginning that anybody is actually reading your book. <laughs> um, those, those readers are not real to you, especially if you have like no reviews and it feels like nobody's, nobody is noticing your book, but they are out there. And if, you know, if every reader you win, you, many of them, you will win forever. If, if they fall in love with, with your writing, with your book, then they will come back for more, but not if they think that you are a scammer. I mean, I think that's, that's how it looks when you are reviewing your own books, you look like you're scamming. And so the short term return might feel worth it. And I don't know, maybe it is worth it too, but I really think you have to consider those long-term consequences and how it affects your reputation because everything you do is adding to that reputation. Are you trustworthy? Are you someone that they can commit their feelings to? I mean, especially in romance writing, so much of it is about feelings. So I just wanted to touch back on that. I imagine that the people who um, need to listen to that probably are not going to listen to this particular podcast. Uh, but, but that's my word of caution is don't get so caught up, <coughs> excuse me, in, in that frenzy, in that short-term game where you're trying everything that everybody recommends, you know, cause you're so anxious to, to make those books succeed that you forget what you're trying to build over time. Um, you know, maybe we could talk about the analogy of, of building a house. Don't be so eager to get the walls up on the house that you disregard the foundation because you might get those walls up and, that, and that's great. But then what good is that if later it collapses uh, and your house slides down the mountainside? <laughs> So something to keep in mind. And with that, I am going to pop off again. Uh, I hope you all have a terrific Friday. I think I never said it's Friday, December 4th, um, but I hope you all have a terrific Friday. I hope you have a great weekend, um, that things are going well for you, and that you are finding um, ways to shore up that foundation, build a solid one, and, and trust in that. I'll remind you that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you can find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.